Coming live from Ontario, Canada is our guest tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights and information or simply learning from them. But before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like and comment on whichever platform you are watching and or listening to this show on. And today we have got Lindsay Phillips, CEO of Smooth Sailing Business Growth. She's a content marketing and podcast expert, host of Leverage Your Podcast Show and creator of the podcast Leverage System and so much more. And we will talk today to her on how to 10x your leads from podcasting. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. Welcome to India. Woo! Hey, Ron. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Let's see, before we get into lead generation and talking about money, why podcasting? Why is it taking such a big, you know, it's a big name today and it's a part of your, you know, money making exercise or you can say a very good marketing tool today. Yeah, honestly, my favorite thing about podcasting is that you're able to leverage it in so many ways. So just like you are going live and then you use the video in YouTube, and then you're stripping the audio to have a podcast. You can create, you know, social media from it. There's so many different ways of using it. You're networking, you're connecting with other people and you're building relationships. And you're also able to capture leads, which obviously we'll go to further um, later on in the show. But it's like you get so much bang for your buck, so to speak versus some other uh, methods of marketing. And as you know, you know, when you're out there, <laughs> everyone's just go, 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 so busy. And podcasting is just so easy to consume. And so the the numbers don't lie, right? Like the amount of people that are downloading, listening, listening to multiple shows per day and actually buy from you know when they're listening to podcasts it the numbers just keep going up and up and up and up so the trend is still growing so there's still space for you um yeah there's like there's no negative <laughs> yes yes but uh, one one question that comes to my mind Lindsay, is that podcasting has been around for quite some years now mm -hmm. but often especially during covid it has picked up and it has become a marketing tool now what has happened apart from COVID? How has suddenly people discovered what value they have discovered in podcasting? Because everywhere there is talk of podcasting, podcasts, how to market yourself and podcast is very much part of that whole mechanism. So how do you see that particular growth? Part of it is like, you know, we're so used to traveling. Speaking on stage was always quite prevalent um, for those, you know, higher up um entrepreneurs or marketers and when you're selling from a stage or when you're speaking on a stage you only have access to a small you know pool of people granted your credibility goes through the roof and what have you but podcasting allows you to connect and share your expertise with so many more people you're able to exponentially grow your audience so much faster and it opens up so many doors for now that things are opening up again for speaking in person 
or um, you know, like summits or online events or what have you. Um, so I think people are starting to realize um, that you don't just have to speak on a live stage in an event. Right, right. Okay, Lindsay. So now coming to, to the main topic itself, how to 10x your leads from podcasting. You know, every business is always worried about, you know, clients, leads, mm -hmm. clients, how to convert them. But the most important part is the lead generation. That's what everybody wants, whether it's small business, freelancers, or even big businesses, uh, they too try to get much, as much leads from wherever they can get. So let us take it one by one or you, you can, uh, you know, mix and match yeah. because ideas are the same. But how do people utilize? You say you can 10x your leads. How do they do that? And if wherever possible, you can specify if for small businesses, for freelancers and for big businesses, what are the way, different ways that they can, you know, uh, yeah. increase their leads? So over to you. You are an expert. For sure. Uh, first of all, I just want to point out that there are different ways of getting into podcasting. And the way you use the strategy is going to be dependent on your type of business. So if there is a small business that only deals with people in like their local area, they can actually use it as a sales and networking tool. So you can interview people in your local area. You, you sound like a star, you're like, ooh, I was on a podcast show, you know? And all the people that you're interviewing, it's actually a foot in the door to get them as a client. And so you actually grow your, you know, celebrity status within your local area and you're well-connected, but you're using it as a way of getting a foot in the door and getting those clients. So that is one strategy. The other is hosting. So you can host, you know, like just me talking and I do some solo episodes and it's you elevating your status as an expert in your industry by sharing your expertise. However, if you're looking to um, exponentially, you know, get more leads, then interviewing is a little bit more effective because, of course, they're going to share it and you're going to get in front of their audience. So therefore, the people that you want to have on your show are you're going to want to have like their audience is also your avatar. So that's really important in um, in part of that strategy. So when I say 10 times your leads, one of the first steps you want to do is make sure that you're getting in front of the right audience and attracting more people. So that's like you need to attract, nurture and convert. So attracting again, if you're interviewing and you want more leads, obviously you're going to have some call to actions in your, your episode, right? And right. same with on your show page. Um, and we can kind of get into that nitty gritty of the publishing end of things, but you just want to make sure that who you're interviewing is part of your strategy. Um, and then obviously when you're guesting, you want to make sure that you're guesting on shows that are your target market. So you're not just being on a show for the sake of being on a show. You're, you're being on a show because you're being intentional and you're being strategic about it. And the key piece in when you're guesting, and if I'm running on too much or blabbering on, let me know. No, no, that's perfectly all right. In fact, that's but, use, useful information. Lindsay. Okay, super. Um, so when you're guesting, 
you want to make sure that a you're in front of the right audience b that you're sharing a topic that is going to solve a problem for that audience that is valuable and you're giving a ton of great tips not all salesy and that you also share a lead magnet or an opt-in free resource whatever you want to call it that is like the natural next step from that conversation so it relates to your talk and they're like well yeah i want the next thing and then they're going to opt in and then you want to make sure that you nurture them on the back end like through your emails but you also connect with them talk to them um you know book a call whatever that may be um so that you can convert them to sales so the key there is again making sure that you're in the right audience your topic is relevant to the audience and you have a a conversion so get them to opt in to the next thing and that's going to grow your e-list and then honestly i don't know if you find this but like a lot of people that are on shows don't take advantage of all the opportunities they will do a post to say woohoo i was on the show and then that's it you know you want to tap into your audience as well and you want to also showcase yourself as an expert so you can even publish the episode on your website you can pull out little snippets and quotes and tips from the episode and use and leverage that as content as part of my um, podcast leverage system actually and you can use that content to push your own expertise forward but it's also a way for you to nurture your list share it with your e-list share it with your community so you want to make sure that you too are leveraging that and when you do the social media posts to tag the host to make sure like for sure they're going to be the host is going to be promoting it as well but it doesn't hurt for you to also tag the host in it so that you're again in front of the host audience so hopefully that wasn't too much information at once <laughs> no, no no that was perfectly all right in fact i was about to ask about content where do they go but you have already mentioned that you know you have got so much of uh, the interview can produce so much of content and then you can repurpose it use it snippets and you know mm -hmm. in different versions you can utilize that content that's for small businesses now in terms of freelancers let's say that's a huge number of freelancers growing worldwide especially after the great resignation everybody wants to be themselves and they want to utilize their expertise they want to you know the the digital nomad life so you want to be somewhere else and working as per your time as per your availability and as per your what your heart desires so what is how is it for that podcasting can help uh, generate leads because freelancers are actually they need they need a lot of leads and and help uh, from wherever they can so how will how can they generate as many leads through podcasting so when and i have i tell this to my clients all the time it's like you you go in different phases with your business and sometimes you just need to elevate your authority sometimes you need to generate sales and sometimes you're like okay i'm ready now to like generate more leads so when you're at a point in your business where you're like okay leads is my priority don't necessarily host a podcast you'll want to guest on podcasts because think about um how many shows that you're on and so like if you're on four shows a month make that your priority and there are sites that you can go on like we met on podmatch 
there's Guestio, there's other sites where you can um, set yourself up for hosts to find you to guest. So it just makes it easier, right? And then, so when you're, just make right. that part of your plan. Like you need to be on a show every week. And then you're just, it's not going to happen overnight, but over time, people are going to see that you're everywhere. And you're also going to see that people have, you know, come to you or booked a call or gotten onto your list because of the podcast that you've been on. And so it just, over time, you're in front of more and more and more people. And then obviously you're sharing a lead magnet throughout it. Um, and you are able to track to see the ROI on those leads that you're you're putting out. And you can even have a lead magnet that you only use for podcast shows so that you know it's working. You know that's where people are coming from. Now, I'll give a few extra bonus tips. So when you're guesting, you can do uh, like just like a blog post, right? You can do a post on your website that has like the image um embed the youtube video have the show notes of that episode that you were on and then you could either link to itunes stitcher the host's web page whatever that may be but realize that when you're creating a post on your website there is prime real estate you are driving organic traffic to your website you are hopefully seoing the page using search engine optimization and creating that um, you know, increasing your rankings to get even more traffic to your site, but you can have call to actions on that page. So like break up the text and have a box about one of your free options or a masterclass that you have coming up or book a consultation. And then um, the sidebar widgets that are on those blog page, that is key real estate. Um, I have all three of my um, lead, my main lead magnets that have to do with podcasting on that side. So people like for my podcast, the Leverage Your Podcast Show, obviously those that are listening to it are podcasters. And then they'll see other resources on the, how they can better, how they can launch, how they can guest, how they can, you know, promote. So it's like naturally they're like, ooh, I want that resource. So they're going to want to opt in for that and you know find them on social or whatever it is you know connect with you in your facebook group whatever your call to action is so as a guest that is an extra um, strategy to create those more leads so you're publishing and you're making sure that you are building in call to actions in your publishing and your promoting um implementation steps right so in fact in fact Podcasting builds a lot of credibility, if I if I'm right. Yeah. And and that leads to, yeah. Carry on, carry on. Later. Yeah, for sure. And then honestly, like the more shows that you're on, and you're showcasing it, and you're leveraging it, the more opportunities will come your way. So you will naturally um, be invited to even more shows. Like I get so many emails for people coming on my show and for me to be on their shows and you can actually even leverage those connections. So I was on a, a friend of mine's, um, a girl, I know she, her show. And I'm like, Ooh, I noticed you had this person on your show. I would love an introduction so I could have her on mine. So it opens up opportunities where if I went to that person and like cold emailed them to be on my show, they'd be like, 
who are you? Um, but because I got introduced, there, it's more likely that they're to say yes and me get that foot in the door to even open up a bigger audience or like tap into that influencer marketing where they have a bigger audience, then I can tap into that and um, create more opportunities. I've been asked to, you know, speak on state on virtual stages. I, I've been on regular stages before too, but you get asked to like, ooh, would you like to be part of this gift giveaway? Would you like to be part of this summit? So like Pod Pros um, this month is they have their quarterly um, events, and so I'm one of the guest speakers on that. I've been on Podfast and so forth. So it naturally opens up more opportunities which creates even more connections, which gets you in front of your avatar, which gets more contacts. And again, it's just, it's like it's stacking, right? All those things are stacking on top of each other to attract more people and get you more leads. Okay. Okay. And obviously you come in as an expert. So you talk about your expertise. So the world knows about that. You are an expert on this topic. That's why they are calling you for yeah. that particular podcast. Absolutely. And with podcasting too, when you're a guest expert on someone's show, um, you just like build that trust factor so much faster. You know, they like with you with video, you see the person or you hear right. them, you hear how they speak. You just feel like you kind of know them already. So it like, it speeds up that sales process and that nurture and the trust and i find that you can get yeses as leads but also yeses as clients that much faster which is you know again you're able to exponentially grow just quicker than you were you would in some other avenues right right lindsay now talking of credibility freelancers can create a lot of credibility and expertise uh, by coming on podcasts and being guests on so many podcasts. But what about bigger businesses? Now, they don't need that credibility or they do, but not in the same amount or level as a newcomer or a, mm -hmm. a freelancer would need or a small business. Now, what point. is it? Yes. What is it for big businesses in podcasting? Because that's, that's where a lot yeah. of people are adopting it. That's a great point. And that's where I would say hosting a podcast show, whether you're just, you know, you or whether you're co-hosting and you're like riffing with someone or you're interviewing or mixing it up or whatever, that's where hosting really comes in because you're stepping up as a leader in your space. So you become that go-to expert that it's like, ooh, I'm going to go to, you know, I can't think of a brand right now, but, yeah, yeah, but like, okay. like me, right? Like, okay. Yeah. You know, Lindsay has a leverage or podcast show. She knows podcasting. She has these experts on. Um, I'm going to go to her to see what resources she has because clearly she's like a leader in the industry, that kind of a thing. And so, and then you're always top of mind. So you want to be that first person that someone goes to for XYZ, whatever your expertise is. If it's weight loss, then you want to have your own show on, you know, and bring in case studies, bring in your clients to show those success stories that are more like a story without like, ooh, this person said this about me. It, it just feels more natural. So there's different things you can do with the episodes 
to to leverage those opportunities and showcase your expertise and your success rate or your case studies in different ways you can do on-air coaching um that showcases your coaching abilities it's a podcast episode and it's a really good way again of creating that endorsement right off the bat um through the episode so there's different techniques that you can do depending on where you're at and what your industry is but you basically want to like level up and step up as a leader in your space and be top of mind right so how do podcasters is the big problem is the monetization part now everybody looks at podcast monetization very differently yeah now yes but the big there is a big segment where big businesses even smaller ones they need podcast you know captive podcast but that has to be made by an outsider you know they need to be trained by an, uh, somebody who's an expert in this now what is the best way an independent person can approach and get that sort of a business what is it that they can market themselves to you know people who potentially need some sort of podcasting help to create a podcast for them big companies smaller companies uh, all, all all need nowadays uh, podcast yeah, launching a podcast is a lot of work there's a lot of yes. tiny moving pieces yes. and you have yes. to do them in a certain order and it can feel overwhelming you know even people choosing like what microphone to use or like uh yes. i don't know do i need to spend 700 do i spend 100 so there's all those decisions along the way um and there are a ton of companies obviously like we do podcast launches production, promotion, leveraging, and so forth. So there are companies where that's their expertise. They launch it every day for clients. You want someone that has a system in place to like bing, bang, boom, to step you through it and step you through and hold your hand throughout all those decisions and make sure that you stay on task and in your timeline to do it effectively and to be able to take advantage and make sure that you're you know, distributing to all the right channels, that you're publishing on your website, that you're promoting, that you're leveraging your guests. And to me, you know, I'm obviously biased because that's what I do, but it's like you want someone that not just like ticks off the boxes and does the pieces. Uh, if it were me, I would want someone that understands marketing as a whole and content marketing as a whole so that your podcasting is part of your bigger strategy not just like i've sent an audio out to the world and then i'm going to make it big because it just doesn't work that way so that would okay. be my advice yes yes and it has to be very closely assimilated with the social media absolutely yeah it has to be a bigger piece of your whole marketing strategy um and and sales lead gen authority building you, you need to know very much what your goal is and therefore like how to get into podcasting, what type, what audience, what lead magnets. And so it, it can feel overwhelming, but I mean, there, there's consultants and to help you through that, but you want to make sure that you're intentional and you're strategic with it and not just launching an audio for the sake of launching an audio. Right. And and is it is it uh, how to know exactly when you need video and audio because nowadays a lot of podcasting is video. So how mm -hmm. do you know how to differentiate about that particular part of the need? For sure, honestly, quite often it's a comfort level 
Um, I find that new podcasters with video, they just feel like it's overwhelming. Like it's like, I got to think about the video and the audio and like, I'm just going to do one thing at a time. And that's okay. If you want to do like just a regular traditional podcast, do that for a while, get into the groove, you get some like momentum. And then you know what? I'm going to record it in a uh, video and then I'm going to start leveraging those pieces. So don't feel that you have to do it all at once. But I mean, we're here already, right? If, and we're video, like we see each other. So we might as well record it as a video and use it as long as the guest and the host and everyone knows that it's going to be a video. And then you can use it for YouTube. You can um, do it in the, the vertical format for Instagram. You can make little clips, a little one minute ones. You can make reels, the little square ones with the captions that go across and a title on the top because we know that they work for social media and they get people's attention and they hook you in. Like, oh, that was a good snip. That was a good point. Let me, where's that whole episode again? Let me listen to that. And then they kind of like get hooked and will listen to engage more, but also pulling out those little tiny videos. Um, or even if you use audiograms or those little wave files, that's consumable content. So you want to mix. Yeah. You want to push people to your website, your YouTube channel and what have you, but you also want to have consumable content so that people don't necessarily want to go off the platform. They want to consume it and absorb it right there on Instagram, right there in Facebook, right there in LinkedIn or whatever. So like nowadays you have to be more savvy and really like you're recording it anyway. So why not leverage it in multiple ways versus making separate content? So it's like, it, it just, it makes it easier to be honest. Okay. Okay. Well, well explained, Lindsay. In fact, you talked about small businesses, how they can utilize podcasting to their advantage. And the most important part is the lead generation, freelancers, big businesses. Now the big question then comes is that, okay, I put enough money into whatever small amount or bigger amount, but then how do I track results from my podcast and check my return on investment? So how do you do that? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and I just want to step back one step there and just say that there are different ways of monetizing your podcast. When you are attracting leads and you're using those call to actions effectively and you're booking consultations and so forth, that is monetizing. You're attracting, converting leads okay. and to sales, right? So I just want to be clear on that point. Um, and yes, there's monetizing in regards to, you know, getting donations and there's different formats for that or like dynamic ads or ad insertions or re, uh, script reads or, you know, there's a, there's that the typical getting sponsors and what have you. But really, you need to have like a ton of downloads in order for to get to that step. So I don't want people going into podcasting thinking, oh, I'm going to monetize it and make money off of it right off the way, right off the bat through your typical sponsorship channels, because that's just not realistic. Um, and so when you're tracking, you're going to be tracking, um, you know, if you use a host like I do with Libsyn um, and I do, I'm actually an affiliate of Libsyn, so you can even get two months for free um by signing up and then so they have stats so you can see the statistics for um how many downloads you're getting 
per episode. And you can even look at that more granular to be like, okay, which episodes are getting more results? I actually had a client that um, he interviewed and then he did a lot of episodes where it was just him talking. And we discovered that those episodes where he was just talking were getting way more downloads than the interviews. So it's like, well, that's getting more traction. Obviously you're gonna do more of that and less of the other. And so, and then he put, he got sponsors and he also did like ad reads for like his own products. Right. And then he grew his business that way as well. So looking at those stats and then when you're doing the lead generation part of it, you can have specific call to actions or sorry, specific URLs that you can track. So let's say I share one of my resources here and I use, um, I don't know, uh, smoothbusiness.com slash um, AJ on it. And then I'm going to, that's going to go to a specific lead magnet. But if I'm using pretty links, I can actually track how many clicks I get on that specific one. And I can even see um, how many clicks and then also the time period that people are clicking on that. And then I can correlate it with my lead magnet opt-ins and be like, okay, during this time period, I got this many opt-ins. So therefore I know on, you know, hey, I got a ton of leads, for sure I'm coming back on your show. Or if you're, and I did this for a client. So she went on a bunch of, let's say finance shows and she found out that through gathering those stats, and I do have a resource on my website where it's my whole guest tracking system. Um, she found out that she was not getting a lot of leads. So then she went on a different kind of podcast, did some interviews, obviously this takes time. And then she got a ton of leads, but none of them converted to sales. So it's like, okay, she was not in front of the right audience. And so tracking that data, she was able to see that. And then she went on another like different types of shows. So we kind of tested, right? And then she got less leads, but those leads converted to clients. So that was a higher ROI. So then she was able to do more of those, get more leads that converted to clients. So you can track those kinds of results. And as a host, you can even have a specific call to action or a specific resource that you're able to only share on that, you know, on your podcast or whatever. And so when you get leads from it, you know, it's from your podcast episodes. And I even do the same thing on the video version of my podcast. At the very end, I use a specific URL and I have different like video reels, like ones for my launch checklist, ones for this, ones for that. And I have specific URLs. So I can see are, are those leads coming from my YouTube videos, like the video version of my podcast? Because if I'm getting leads from that link, then I know that more people are looking at the YouTube than they are maybe the audio, or I can just see where the traffic is coming from. Great. Great. Now, so just let's a little see, tip. I mean, there's lots of other things, but yeah. Yes, yes, yes. In <laughs> fact, that is what I was coming to that this show has limitations. It can only, you know, as much as possible within the limited. So exactly. my question was on that only that this is, uh, you can one can see this show here as much as possible and learn as much as possible but then how do they get more out of you one is to go to your website and also please do tell us about that and also how they can contact you for a lot of people may want to get your services get your help 
in doing and generating a lot of lead for themselves. You bet. So they can go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com slash K-A-J. And then that'll take uh, them to the free resource page where I have the launch checklist, my podcast leverage system, and also the podcast guesting uh, tracking guide. So wherever you are in your journey, there's a resource for you. Okay. Okay. And then I'll put all a lot of your Perfect. information and social media, uh, media links and all onto yeah. the uh, YouTube description. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. On, on that, on that note, thank you very much, uh, uh, Lindsay for your yeah, time and for so much of insights into, into this lead generation and how can one use podcasting as a very potent tool for generating leads on that note. Uh, it's a, Wrap on this edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you very much indeed.